Have you ever listened to two kids arguing about something? It could be about anything, but let's say their argument sounds something like this. One boy says, I'm the fastest runner on the playground. To which the other boy, rising up to his full height, says, are not. At which point the first boy replies, am too. And then it begins, are not, am too, are not, am too. Now, this little debate goes around in circles until the second boy finally says the only two words that can put an end to this vicious cycle. Welcome to Sincerely Yours with Ann Maines, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. With a satisfied smirk on his face, he finally just leans back, crosses his arms, and challenges, prove it. And with that, this little argument moves beyond words to concrete facts. It's where the rubber meets the road, where actions truly do speak louder than words. And as we begin our study in the book of James, we find that's basically the theme of all five chapters. Prove it. If you've given your life to Jesus, the author James said you must prove it. Over the centuries, theologians have debated over which ideology James placed a higher value, having faith in God or doing good works. Could it be that James was suggesting a person can work their way into heaven? No. I believe James is teaching that the two should be inseparable. Good deeds should be the evidence of a strong faith. For to only do good without a faith in God through Jesus is kind of like putting the cart before the horse. Good works is going nowhere without the life of God's Spirit to lead them. But as James implied, rest assured, if a person claims to have God's Spirit leading him, there should be a cart full of proof to follow. And one such proof takes our actions one step further. It lies in the way we, as believers in Jesus, react. Reading from the Amplified Bible, listen to verse 19. Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man be quick to hear, a ready listener, slow to speak, slow to take offense, and to get angry. Hmm, there's a lot in that verse. A verse that many of us have tried to live up to. If we have God's Spirit alive in us, we should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. And while some of this advice may hit a little close to home, for most of us, it's nothing we can't handle. But did you hear that phrase tucked right between slow to speak and slow to get angry? Do you remember it? James said that we should also be slow to take offense. In his book, The Bait of Satan, Author John Bevere says that when you are easily offended, you are in fact falling for Satan's most deceptive snare to get you out of God's will. Being easily offended is in fact the bait Satan uses to lure us from freedom to bondage, from focusing on Jesus to continually thinking about ourselves. And once our eyes have wandered from Jesus, the rest of us, our thoughts, our words, our actions, are likely to follow. And that's why this letter from James is so important. It reminds us that if we have truly done business with God and His Holy Spirit is alive and well in us, 
the details of our lives should basically prove it. Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Maynes, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.